A lot of history being made in Milwaukee last night, followed by some just bizarre drama. I'll catch you up on that, as well as the other eight games that took place around the NBA. Welcome to Who Won, the podcast for the busy NBA fan who doesn't have time to watch every game, but still wants to know who won without all the hot takes and clickbait. We're going to go ahead and start off in Milwaukee where history was made, as I mentioned. On multiple fronts, the big one, Giannis Antetokounmpo, scored 64 points, which was a career high for him and a franchise record. And I'm going to go into a little bit of story time on this one because it's wild. So last night, I'm watching this one. There's, I don't know, a couple minutes left in the game. Giannis gets to the free throw line. He makes two out of two, and that gave him points 57 and 58, which were the points that he needed to pass Michael Redd for the franchise record in scoring. He had already surpassed his previous career high of 55, and after the free throws, he commits an intentional foul. Not a hard one, obviously, but you know what I mean. He he goes over, commits the foul so that he can get subbed out of the game. The Bucks were up by like 20. This one was over, I thought. (laughs) So I turned it off, and I didn't go back. Wake up this morning to prep for this, and apparently Giannis had gone back into the game, scored six more points, ended the game with 64 points, And after the game, thought that the Pacers had taken his game ball and ran down the tunnel into their locker room to retrieve it. I don't know how physical this got, but apparently there are reports that the GM for the Pacers took an elbow to the ribs over this ball that I guess the Pacers supposedly didn't have because a member of the Bucks organization had already grabbed it for him. What the Pacers supposedly had was a replica ball for one of their rookies, who they said had scored his first career point in this game. Yet, when I looked him up, I'm seeing stats from a week ago that he scored a point against the Lakers, so maybe this wasn't his first career point. Maybe it was. Maybe this stat is just wrong. After the game, Giannis was asked about the ball, and he claims that he was told that he has the game ball, but it doesn't feel like the game ball. It feels like a brand new ball. And this drama over balls apparently is a continuation because I saw a report that also says that he doesn't have the ball from his 50-point NBA Finals game in 2021. So much unexpected drama over the ball in what was otherwise a very historic night for Giannis. And not just Giannis, Damian Lillard also improved his legacy last night, passing Kyle Korver for career three-pointers made. He moves into fifth on that all-time list with a three that he hit in the third quarter. Just bizarre. Just absolutely bizarre. Outside of all of that, there was a game that took place between these two teams in which the Bucks did win 140 to 126 over the Pacers. I mentioned Giannis's 64 points. He had 14 rebounds to go with that, four steals as well, overshadowing Damian Lillard's 21 points and six assists in both of their, I'm going to say it again, historic nights. On the Pacers side of things, Tyrese Halliburton and Miles Turner both scored 22 in the loss. With the win, the Bucks improved to 17 and 7 on the season. The Pacers fall to 13 and 9. Let's head to DC, where the Wizards lost to the Pelicans 142 to 122. No Zion in this one for the Pelicans. 
In his absence, Brandon Ingram stepped up and scored 40 points on 14 of 23 shooting. That's 61%. He also hit 11 of 12 from the free throw line. CJ McCollum gave him 22 with 6 assists. And off the bench, Trey Murphy III gave them 27 points, a couple of steals, and a block. He hit 6 threes, 6 of 7, and was a plus 43. Najee Marshall also had a good one off the bench. 16 points, 7 assists, a couple of steals, and he was a plus 37. Big minutes off the bench from those two. For the Wizards, Kyle Kuzma scored 27 points, gave him 7 rebounds and 4 assists, and that was it. With the loss, the Wizards fall to 3-20 on the season. The Pelicans improve to 14-11. In Detroit, the Pistons extended their losing streak to... 21 games with a 129 to 111 loss against the 76ers that is the longest losing streak in the league currently it is not a record not yet however i believe the Cavs hold that honor at 26 for a current season regular season losing streak the sixers dominated this game across every statistical category they shot better from two from three from the free throw line shared the ball better dominated the boards had fewer turnovers and speaking of dominating Joel Embiid 41 points 11 rebounds five assists in just 31 minutes he was a plus 27 in those 31 Tobias Harris also scored 21 points to go with seven rebounds in just 26 minutes And off the bench, Kelly Oubre Jr., 17 points in 23 minutes. In this win for the Pistons, Bojan Bogdanovic gave them 33 points and hit 5 of 9 from the 3-point line. Cade Cunningham had 21, 6 rebounds, 7 assists, and just one turnover in this game, which actually is an improvement. However, he was a minus 23 in his 30 minutes of play. With the loss, the Pistons are now 2-22 and 22 on the season. The Sixers, 16-7. and seven. In Toronto, the Raptors got a 135-128 to 128 victory over the Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks remain without DeAndre Hunter and Jalen Johnson in this one and couldn't keep up with Toronto's shooting. The Raptors shot 58% from the field, 53% from three, and also got out on the break. 26 fast break points to Atlanta's just 12, and 20 points off of turnovers. They were led by Pascal Siakam's 33 points, 7 rebounds, 7 assists. He hit 5 of 6 from 3. They were plus 15 in his 36 minutes. Scotty Barnes gave him 27 points, 10 rebounds, and 6 assists. He hit 3 of 4 from 3. OG Ananobi gave him 22, and Dennis Schroeder added 17 points and 7 assists. And let's not forget to mention Jakob Pertl's double-double, 15 points, 13 rebounds, also had 6 assists and 3 blocks. Well-rounded effort for the Raptors. All in all, 6 players scored in double figures, and all 5 starters had positive net ratings. For the Hawks, Trey Young was able to amass 35 points and 17 assists. He did have 5 turnovers, but they actually played him even in his 39 minutes. It was the other 9 minutes of the game where they lost this one. With the win, the Raptors improve to 10 and 14 on the season. The Hawks fall to 9 and 14. In Miami, the Heat took on the Hornets and got a 115 to 104 victory. They're still without Tyler Hero. Josh Richardson sat out in this one too. And most importantly, 
No Bam Adebayo in this game. For the Hornets, LaMelo Ball still out, and they were missing a handful of contributors as well. For the Heat, Duncan Robinson played 40 minutes and scored 23 points, hitting 6 of 9 from 3-point range. They were plus 15 in those 40 minutes. And then it was a balanced effort around him. Five other guys scored in double figures, including Jimmy Butler, who had 15 points, 7 rebounds, and 10 assists in just 29 minutes. Kyle Lowry gave him 17. Jaime Jaquez gave him 17. Jamal Cain gave him 14. And Thomas Bryant added 11 and 9 rebounds. On the Hornets' side of things, Terry Rozier put in a 28.7 assist and 4 steals performance in 37 minutes. Gordon Hayward added 20 points as well. And the rookie, Brandon Miller, played 38 minutes, scoring 18 points with 3 steals in the loss. Miami improves their record to 14-10. and 10. The Hornets fall to 7-15. and 15. In San Antonio, Wemby tried to play the hero but came up just short against the Lakers, who narrowly escaped with a 122-119 victory over the Spurs. And this one was pretty wild too. The Lakers were without LeBron James and took an 18-point lead into the fourth quarter. A fourth quarter in which they would give up 45 points and nearly lose this game. Down the stretch, Victor Wembanyama hit a couple of threes and had a chance to tie the game at the free throw line, yet he went one of two, and the Lakers were able to do enough from the free throw line to put this game away. They were led by Anthony Davis's 37 points, 10 rebounds. He also had four steals in this game. He went 13 of 23 from the floor, hit two out of three three-pointers, 9 of 12 from the free throw line, in his 37 minutes. And then around him, five guys in double figures, all five starters. Torian Prince gave him 17. D'Angelo Russell had 12 points and 10 assists. Three steals to go with that as well. Rui Hachimura had 13 and 7 rebounds. Cam Reddish started this game, played 24 minutes, gave him 10 points and 3 steals. Also blocked a shot, and Austin Reeves came off the bench playing 29 minutes, adding 15 points and 8 assists of his own. I mentioned Victor Wembanyama playing hero ball down the stretch and almost getting it done. He wound up playing 32 and a half minutes in this game, scoring 30 points, grabbing 13 rebounds, and added three steals and six block shots. He went four of five from three in this game. He did turn it over five times and ended up fouling out in the final moments. With the loss, the Spurs losing streak hits 18, falling to three and 20 on the season. The Lakers improve to 15 and 10. In Houston, the Rockets got a 117-104 victory over the Memphis Grizzlies, who did receive word that John Morant might be coming back after that suspension. I'm not going to pretend to know every single detail, but it sounds like he did have a conversation with the league, and I've at least not seen any reports that the suspension is going to be extended. They continue to be without a bunch of key contributors outside of that due to injury, and Desmond Bain is the newest to this list to be out for this game. For the Rockets, it was Tari Eason off the bench, scoring 25 points and grabbing 14 rebounds, giving them a plus 19 performance in almost 27 minutes. Jabari Smith Jr. scored 20 points and grabbed 10 rebounds of his own in 30 minutes as a starter. Fred Van Vliet added 11 points, 5 rebounds, 9 assists, and grabbed 3 steals in this game. For the Grizzlies, in the loss, Jaron Jackson Jr., put up 44 points, grabbed 7 rebounds, 4 steals. He played really well. They just are so depleted. He didn't get much support anywhere else. Outside of a bit of a Derrick Rose sighting, 30 minutes and 19 points, 
six assists for him, but they were minus 14 in those 30 minutes from Rose. With the win, the Houston Rockets improved their record to 12-9, and while the Grizzlies fall to 6-17. and In Utah, it was the Jazz, 117-113 to over the Knicks. Some guys out in this one as well. The Jazz were without Jordan Clarkson, John Collins, and Keontae George, while the Knicks were missing offensive rebounding juggernaut Mitchell Robinson, which turned out to be a big deal because they lost the rebounding battle in this game to the Jazz. They also lost the three-point shooting game within the game, and that combination was likely the difference in this narrow four-point deficit. For the Jazz, it was Colin Sexton scoring 26 points, dishing out seven assists in 30 minutes. Lowry Markinen back in action for the Jazz, 23 points and eight rebounds in just 24 minutes. And this is a wild one. I'm looking at these plus minuses, and every single starter, with the exception of Keontae George, who I mentioned was out in this game, he went out of this game with an injury just four minutes into the game. So I'm not really counting him. The rest of the starters, all negative point differentials, yet they won the game which means it was the bench that came through. And yet nobody on the bench put up much for counting stats. Taylor Horton Tucker did give him 15 points, but they were minus 8 in his 24 minutes. But Ochai Abaji, 30 minutes in this game, they were a plus 16 in his minutes. But listen to this stat line. 5 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. 2 of 12 shooting the basketball, one of five from three. They were also plus 25 in 20 minutes that Taylor Hendricks played. He gave them five points, four rebounds, a couple of steals, shot two of seven from the floor. Chris Dunn played 17 minutes. He did score 10 points and give him seven assists, and they were plus 13 in those minutes. I guess what I'm trying to say here is that it's not all about the counting stats, kids. Just unusual. Uh, unusual mix of numbers to see in an NBA game. On the New York side, Julius Randle gave him 32 points to go with 12 rebounds and 6 assists. (laughs) The Knicks were plus 13 in his 39 minutes. (laughs) Jalen Brunson added 23 points, 7 rebounds, 8 assists. Also got a couple of steals. They were plus 9 in his 39 minutes. Dante DiVincenzo, 21 points, 4 steals in 27 minutes. They were plus 12 in those 27 minutes, and yet the Jazz won this game. If you don't look at the final score and you just look at the box score, you assume the Knicks won. (laughs) But they didn't. The Jazz win 117-113, to as I mentioned, and they improved their record to 8-16 on the season. The Knicks fall to 13-10. Just kind of bizarre. In the final game of the night in Phoenix, the Nets were able to get a 116-112 victory over the Suns, who had their whole big three intact. Yet, Cam Thomas was able to lead the way with 24 points. He also added four assists in this game, although they were minus five in his 28 minutes. Mikael Bridges scored 21 in 38 minutes. Spencer Dinwiddie gave him 16, 8 rebounds, 7 assists, a couple of steals. Nick Claxton had 14 and 7 rebounds. Another game with kind of odd plus minuses. The bench winning this game for them, Dorian Finney-Smith, was a plus 15 in his 25 minutes, giving him 8 points and 6 rebounds. Royce O'Neal, a plus 19 in his 19 minutes. 
Trenton Watford, a plus 11 in his 18 minutes, scoring 7 points. And on the Suns' side of things, Devin Booker gave them 34 points, 12 assists in 40 minutes. They were plus 16 in those minutes. Kevin Durant added 27 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists, blocked a couple of shots. They played even in his 38 minutes. Bradley Beal gave them 14 points. Yusuf Nurkic added 15 points and had 22 rebounds. They were plus 15 in his 31 minutes of play. Just an odd couple of games where the bench actually made the difference for the winning team and the losing team's starters looked like they did enough. This was the first game, by the way, that the Suns had all three of Kevin Durant, Devin Booker, and Bradley Beal playing together. With that loss, they fall to 13-11 and 11 on the season. The Nets improve to 13-10. and 10. Again, your winners from Wednesday, December 13th, the Pelicans 142 to 122 over the Wizards, the Sixers 129 to 111 over the Pistons, the Raptors 135 to 128 over the Hawks, the Heat 115 to 104 over the Hornets, the Lakers 122 to 119 over the Spurs, the Bucks 140 to 126 over the Pacers, the Rockets 117 to 104 over the Grizzlies, the Jazz 117 to 113 over the Knicks and the Nets 116 to 112 over the Suns. Setting you up for tonight at 7:30 on NBA TV, the Cavs take on the Celtics as part of a little baseball series style, a rematch from Tuesday. That'll be on NBA TV. Also at 7:30, the Bulls will head into Miami to face off against the Heat at 8:30. The Timberwolves will be in Dallas to face Luka and the Mavs. At 9, the Nets will head to Denver to take on the Nuggets. At 10, the Thunder will be in Sacramento facing the Kings. Also at 10, the Jazz will be in Portland to go up against the Blazers. And at 10.30, the Warriors will close out the night in L.A. against the Clippers. That one will also be on NBA TV. I hope you get to watch at least one of them, but I'll be here to let you know who won the games you miss without all the hot takes and clickbait. If you enjoy the podcast, please follow. Don't miss an episode. Leave a review. Say something nice so other busy fans can find it too. I'm Zach, and I'll see you.